fifth and six-year players from the University of Virginia's football team has been granted an extra year of eligibility. The question is, who will take advantage of it? You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, your first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So yes, everybody, as I said in the open, the University of Virginia, Virginia's football team, uh, as far as their fifth, sixth year, uh, their seniors, grad transfers, however we want to put it, super seniors, all have been granted an extra year of eligibility from the NCAA. The request uh, quietly, of course, was put in by uh, Carla, uh, right, the uh, AD at the University of Virginia. Nobody knew that this was kind of going on. But, uh, you know, let me ask you something. Um, Is it something that maybe they shouldn't have taken advantage of or is it something that I, that you know a lot of people felt like it's totally justified i know that we're going to have some fans who are on both sides of the fence just like the, we had fans on both sides of the fence that said you should end the the year prematurely or you should let the guys play for the ones who wanted to play but i think all in all this is probably a good thing uh you're looking at you know players who did not get to finish out their senior year or, or their grad transfer year. And, you know, based off of the tragedy, it, it's been a, uh, it's been a, just a long, tough road right now uh, based off of, you know, what happened at the end of the year with the slain uh, UVA players uh, that uh, were, you know, uh, we're talking about Lavelle Davis, uh, Deshaun Perry. Oh man. And, you know, it, it just kind of, you know, gives you a a a feeling of um sadness you know every time you know you, you speak of and Devin Chandler you know you get a you know a, a feeling of sorrow when you speak about it but um but I think this is a good thing you know as many times as we get upset about what the NCAA has done to players and to teams as far as suspensions as far as anything else um, you know, or granting extra years or not granting years or taking things away. This is probably one of the better things that they've done. I, you know, I think it was uh, a smart move by the AD, Carla Wright, to, uh, to bring that uh, up to the NCAA and, and to request it uh, on the back end. And then, of course, getting it approved and then putting it out. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a good look. I think, you know, the players that'll take advantage of it will will see some, um, you know, will probably get some healing from it as well. Maybe they're not ready to move on, you know, to the next level or, or whatever. Now you do have some players that are like pro eligible, um, or, or excuse me, pro prospects. Pro eligible is not the word. They are pro prospects, like an Anthony Johnson, uh, who was uh, first team All ACC 
who came to University of Virginia two years ago after playing three years at Louisville. So, you know, he right now is on the radar for for being, um, you know, maybe one of the top cornerbacks drafted uh, next year. Um, you have another, you know, wide receiver, and I'm going to remember roll, uh, roll some names off here to you. You know, you're talking about uh, a Billy Kemp, uh, another five-year uh, wide receiver who is, you know, one of the top slots when he's healthy, one of the top slot wide receivers in uh, the ACC. Of course, last year was just a horrible year for him. You know, he had a really, really, really tough year, uh, you know, with injuries and just seems like, you know, and, and he had, a, you know, some drops as well. The whole team had had drops. Uh, but, you know, before this year, he had been a very reliable, very good uh, slot cornerback. But uh, other players, you know, he had Keaton Thompson, uh, preseason, uh, first team uh, wide receiver. <clears throat> you know, he played, you know, one thing about Keaton being that he's 6'5", you know, 2'12", you know, he could play all over the, the the field. You know, he came from Mississippi State as a quarterback but did not win a quarterback job here. So he became kind of what is a slash position, similar to what Cordell Stewart was, where he could play some quarterback. He could play in that wildcat position. Also, he would play a little bit of tight end. He could line up on the outside. He would play some running back. Uh, you know, he would also play uh, naturally this year. He played more of the slot, you know, being that he's a big receiver. Uh, you know, they used him more so, you know, as as that big slot position. But, you know, the previous coaching staff used him more so all over the court, all over the court, all over the field. You know, it made him more of a, uh, a hybrid player uh, than they did this year. But he's another he's he, he could have left last year. He was a pro prospect anyway. You know, but, you know, he's going to get another year. But I don't know if he's willing to come back as well. So let me rattle off these names. I said Billy Kemp, uh, who could come back. Anthony Johnson, the cornerback, uh, who has declared for the NFL draft, just like Billy. But maybe one of them will come back. I'm thinking Billy may come back. Then you talk about a grad transfer, a guy, uh, Cam Butler, who transferred in from Miami, Ohio. He may uh, you know, want to get an extra year. You know, he had a great year playing that defensive end or that stand-up bandit position for, uh, you know, for Coach Radzinski, the defensive coordinator at UVA. And then, of course, another player who played the other defensive end and also the opposite bandit position, you're talking about Chico Bennett. Chico Bennett was twice a defensive lineman of the week in the ACC. Uh, was a top five player in sacks before the tragedy um, in the ACC. So should a player like Chico Bennett, who who was a grad transfer in from Georgia Tech this year, you know, who was an impact player on that on that uh, much improved uh, defense for the University of Virginia, Chico Bennett might be the guy that you know that has an opportunity to come back and and and, and make you know continue his journey unimpeded, you know, you know, when, whenever that, that tragedy struck, you know, it really just, um, you know, it, it really just, you know, just derailed everything, which it should, you know, it just, you know, devastated everybody. But like I was saying yesterday, uh, you know, how do you recover totally? 
You know, you never really do. And how do you feel the team? You know, those, those are kind of the things that I worry about for the spring, you know, for the spring game that comes in uh, a couple or, or two, two and a half, three months now, you know, of spring practice. You know, how do you feel the team? But you got to keep going. You know, this is college football, you know, and the the TV uh, contracts, the conference, uh, you know, uh, is, is going to want, you know, their pound of flesh, you know, from these players, you know, so, you know, the and these coaches. So they have to keep the ball rolling. Other players, you know, that could, that could come back, that could possibly be eligible. You're talking about Jack Camper, transfer in. Uh, also, uh, who, who could, uh, he transferred in from Michigan State, uh, uh, 757 uh, guy who played the same position, similar position like uh, Chico Bennett, Cam Butler, that defensive end stand-up bandit on the defense, defensive line. Uh, Nick Jackson, all-world uh, middle linebacker. You know, Coach Elliott had even said he had been trying to recruit him to, and he may have a, you know, he's graduated, but he may have another year of eligibility. But uh, Nick Jackson uh, may be on that list as well as, you know, he could take advantage of the extra year given by the NCAA as he is a graduate. Darius Bratton, a safety slash corner. He played corner two years ago. Last year he played safety. He could come back. And Devontae Davis, uh, uh, offensive lineman, uh, who could also have the opportunity to come back. So this is uh, huge breaking news. Uh, given, uh, you know, that, you know, there's been so much negativity and so much sorrow around the program. This is a huge break, uh, I think, for the football players. Uh, but I'll have to talk about, you know, someone else who this could be a break for and an opportunity to make amends. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager. For your small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can go make yourself a profile and add the purple hashtag. The purple hashtag will help you find people that actually give you an opportunity to find the people you want faster. Also, with LinkedIn Jobs, you can absolutely find the uh, find the best candidates that you need to hire. Having a technical difficulty right now, but uh, yes, having a they help you find the proper people faster. Uh, the candidates with the right skill set and experience to quickly prioritize who you'd like to have in your uh, hiring process. Uh, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at the linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, yes, everyone, uh, we definitely are, are, are thinking, you know, these players get an opportunity, a second chance, 
to make this their last year correct. Now, this is not going to affect any players who actually had eligibility left. Only going to affect the players who pretty much lost, you know, the end of their year based off of this tragedy. Now, this is kind of ticky-tacky. You know, some people will say, some people may agree, some people may not. But I said, I tell you, you know, some someone else could probably make amends, and that's Coach Elliott. Is Coach Elliott going to make kind of a amends to this to some of those players? Some of these seniors, you know, that are out there that are graduate transfers that came into, you know, they came to the school with him in his first year. And let's just say things didn't go well and things were not going well. And I'm not going to say that it was maybe a, a, a somewhat of an some arrogance there because of, you know, maybe he felt like his system would ultimately work, you know, uh, the all on the offensive side of the ball, which it never got off the ground. It was absolutely abysmal. It was terrible. And uh, it got to a point where people, you know, a lot of the fan base, you know, was upset with the players, but when it's long-term issues like that and you're still going through some of the same things and you're having some of the same issues that you had in the beginning of the year on the offensive side of the ball, that kind of falls back on coaching. I get some of the stuff in the beginning of the year, all new, you know, play schemes, all, you know, new calls and everything. But when it really gets to the, the, uh, you know, the end of the year and there's, you know, players still maybe not running the proper routes, the right depth. Um, also, you know, still having some offensive linemen having issues with blocking. And, and that may be a talent thing as well. Let, let me be clear on that. Some of these guys may not just have the talent to be a, uh, you know, to, to play in this offense. Uh, you know, because remember, UVA wound up losing. Uh, shoot, they wound up losing uh five starters uh and a backup you know that it had some um that it had some experience so they they, they were definitely on, on the back end of, of all of this uh when you know when it comes to players having experience and they had maybe one returner who had some light experience not a lot of experience in i've i've you know not saying that i kind of lost faith in, in in what they could do but I just didn't feel like, you know, it was something that the way that they were teaching it, they, they did not adjust. Now, now you can be a great coach, okay, and you can have a great scheme. You can be incredible, phenomenal play caller, but you have to adjust. This, this was a, a, a classic issue of adjusting to your talent that you have on your roster, and it never happened. We were... I said it before, hammering square pegs in round holes, and the kids never conform. You know, they never, you know, fit exactly. And, and that's, you know, I'm not going to blame them totally. It's almost like, um, and my guy, one of my guys at the Augusta Press, uh, Chris Graham, has said it, you know, you know I'm typically going to side with the players, especially for a long-term issue, over leadership. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're the leader and, and you are responsible for what 
you know, is supposed to happen and you and you feel like, you know, it should be work going at a certain level and it's not and it's been going on for a long time, that's leadership. You know, that that is the folks that are in charge. So so let's put it on that. And you know, uh Brennan Armstrong it's proven that that offense is not a fit for him. I don't blame him for transferring out. You know, you got some young men who have uh, transferred out, you know, when the transfer portal opened up. We're talking Brennan Armstrong, as I just said. Fintrell Cypress, who is one of the top cornerbacks coming back in college football. He was a top 10 quarterback by pro football, cornerback and pro football focus when it comes to breakups, pass, uh, completion percentage against him. He is in the transfer portal. He led the ACC in PBUs. That's past breakups, uh, viewers and listeners. So that is going to be some somewhat of a difficult person to replace uh, Chase Chalmers as well. Chase Chalmers, who is uh, who, who's a special teams player, who did get some some time uh, out there playing, and you know he's gonna uh be in the transfer portal you lost lee dudley the long snapper which may not seem like a big deal now but we know how much uh how many issues uva has had during uh their special teams uh periods regardless of who is um the coach you know i don't know mike london we had some issues uh bronco in the beginning we had some issues they tightened that up pretty well and of course now we've had some issues on special teams even though it hasn't been – it wasn't as bad. That was something that actually got better, you know, with the punters. Uh, also, you're talking about, um, you know, in the portal as well, Sean Moore, a wide receiver who played for Dante Vian Wicks when he went down, who has some time. You're going to have uh, Zach Tedder, who also was a guard for the offensive line, which we need every offensive lineman that we didn't have and every offensive player that we did have that is trying to leave the University of Virginia. Uh, then you had also uh, Mark Wagner, a sometimes uh, – well, actually, he, he hasn't played. Mark Wagner was a uh, more of a practice uh, quarterback who entered the transfer portal. So there's just a lot of things that this uh, – a lot of moving tentacles that are going on for this University of Virginia uh, football team. And – you know, who knows, you know, where is the next spot to go next uh, from here? But uh, they did get another year of eligibility. I think it's a good thing overall. Uh, out of all the things the NCAA has done, this is one of the better things that I can uh, tip, give them the tip of the hat. You know, that was a, uh, a good move, a great move, you know, uh, in spite of the tragedy that has happened at University of Virginia for some players that truly – wanted to have a full year and finish out their year. Um, now, that, now, that doesn't say anything, you know, towards the play on the field, which was terrible, uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball based off of what we are used to seeing for the last couple of years. But uh, we'll see how this all shakes out. <clears throat> Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. For the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes. With local experts and insights, only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast.
Bet Online is your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at Bet Online. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest, easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, yes, everyone. Also, in other news at University of Virginia, uh, University of Virginia has granted the, the three players who were slain, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis, and Deshaun Perry, with posthumous degrees for all three of them guys, man. So their family got their degrees at what, you know, and what they were studying. Um, just a, another a, a good gesture. Uh, from the University of Virginia, you know, you know, in the middle of this tragedy. So um, that's a uh, something that I had to report on. And I think it's a uh, just a beautiful thing uh, for them to do that. And, you know, these guys will be missed. And, you know, we will um, keep you guys updated on that. I think even today there's going to be some information coming out of the court for the accused uh, shooter as well. And I will report on that as well. I think it's the only right thing to do is to keep everybody up to date on that, um, on that case, you know, and, and what happens with that, uh, man, that young man. Uh, but you know, back to the football, football news, as I was saying earlier, how do you feel the team? I don't know. You know, I don't know in the spring if three months is enough time to heal. It's going to have to be, but is it really going to be, you know, enough time to, to, to get your head straight, you know, for, for the guys to figure out, you know, if they want to continue to play football, you know, for this university. That's why I expected a, a huge, a mass exodus of players. It really wasn't quite as bad as I thought. I mean, yes, you lose Brennan Armstrong through the transfer portal. Yes, you lose Fintrell Cypress. But all the other players that I had named to you, a lot of those folks um, were fringe starters, or not, excuse me, not even fringe starters. They were um, backups and uh, a step below backups. Uh, maybe a little bit of special teams, but I was expecting a lot of players to, uh, to, to leave. And then to be grant, a lot of players granted, and maybe this is what was going on in the locker room uh, before, and maybe this is what was going on amongst the team is, you know, we're going to get you guys another year of eligibility. And maybe that's why there's not as many kids in the, in the transfer portal. There it is. I may have solved the case on the first day of the story. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe that's why we didn't see as many kids transfer out um, because they were given a, an extra year. Now, I'm pretty sure you're only going to be given that extra year. You know what? That's a good question. It just came up in my mind. Will they give you that extra year? if you transfer out to another school, you know, so let's say, you know, you're on this UVA team that had this tragedy, the NCAA just grants you another year of eligibility, but you say, you know what? I don't want to stay here. And they wind up going to Georgia tech or they go to Clemson or they go anywhere else. Can they take that year? Will that year travel with them? Or do they have to stay at the university of Virginia? 
You know, we can't assume that they want to stay here. You know, I always said when you have a tragedy like this, the healing starts, you know, or, or, or it goes on and starts any way that they need to be healed. You know, we can't gauge or try to uh, force somebody to heal a certain way. We got to let them go off on their own and uh, deal with it uh, personally, how they're used to dealing with it. So, yes, um, can they take that? And I'll have to find that information out for you guys. Can you know Is that only eligible at the University of Virginia, or can they take that uh, on the road with them if they wanted to transfer out? Just some more news, you know, with the football program. Not to mention, as we get to the end here, that uh, the basketball team and uh, the men's basketball team and the women's basketball team are both on exam break right now. And how about both of the teams are undefeated? We got the men at 8-0, the ladies at 11-0. I went to watch them play against William & Mary because that is uh, in striking distance, kind of close to me. And uh, the ladies did very well. You know, they beat William & Mary by 29 points. Uh, Mira McLean, again, you know, watching the young ladies play in person is a huge difference uh, than watching them on television. You can see who is super talented uh, just by the way that they move up and down the court. Um, you know, sometimes the court, you know, the uh, the screen, if you're watching, you know, it on television, they'll focus on the ball handler. But when you watch the players off the ball, you know, you watch the talent. Amir McLean is a step above everybody. Between her and Sam Brunel, Sam Brunel is a beast. She she's mean, you know. Her and Cameron Taylor down low, they are tough, aggressive, and they bang down low, man. They they really get at it, and I see why University of Virginia, uh, Virginia's women's team is one of the top offensive rebounding teams in the nation. They just get after it, man. But they won eleven and zero. And they have a, a big game coming up uh, two weeks. They play Duke. So we'll keep you guys up to date on that game. And then the men, of course, on, on break, exam break, but not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, they have the number one team in the nation coming to the grounds at the University of Virginia. And that's Houston. All right. This Houston team, some people are talking about five slamma jamma. Remember them with Clyde Drexler and how explosive they were. They are talking about that of yes, talking about that team of yesteryear, where they're just very explosive and can put up a lot of points and, and just play some lockdown defense. And it's true. They absolutely can do this. Uh, and they're a tough team that I think that um, UVA is going to have to try to match up with. But the biggest thing right now is for the guys to get rest, to, 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 to take this break and – uh, get those injuries um, sewn up if they can. You know, you got Reese Beekman who has a hamstring injury, took a real nasty fall uh, the other night and could not return, had ice on his hamstring uh, on the bench uh, after four minutes of just playing, after going driving to the bucket and, ma- you know, and, and making a, uh, you know, making a goal. Um, Kihei Clark also uh, a little banged up. I think his ankle, his ankle injury. And then any other players, who are just trying to fight through some injuries. So, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, they can take this time, heal up, and get ready to play the number one team in the nation. Remember, University of Virginia was number three this week. 
I think they may get moved up to number two because the University of Texas was number two and they lost the other night. So University of Virginia may wind up being the number two team. And, of course, like I said before, the media will probably, um, you know, ask for that. And the AP will probably do that because to have a true one versus two at this time of the year before conference play is always, is always good for television and always good for the drama of the sport. But I can tell you this, guys, I really appreciate you guys, you know, for tuning in, you know, every day. Uh, I appreciate Locked On for having me, but I can tell you, thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. For the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local sports experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Love you guys.